today. I won't bug you too much. There are a few ways you can support the Brad and Brit cast. One of them is to shop at our Amazon store. That's shop.bradandbrit.com. Many of you have been doing this, and we certainly appreciate it. Doesn't change the price of the stuff you're buying at shop.bradandbrit.com. You can donate via PayPal. That's at Brad and Brit. On Venmo, it's BBCast. And on Cash App, it's BDUB336, BDUB336. And another great way to support us is to give us a five-star review, whether it's on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Stitcher or Spotify, wherever. Just give us a five-star review. Brad and Brit, Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune into Brad and Brit. It is the Brad and Brit cast. We're glad you're with us today, as as always. Uh, it, I don't know. You, you probably watch more of the uh, the World Series and for uh, 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 folks coming up, the younger folks, that's that's a that's the end of the baseball season. The last uh, possibly seven games where they decide who the winners. Because yeah. I know that the youngsters they don't, they don't watch know. the baseball. It's it's, it's basically the, uh, an old man sport at this point. We know that it's, it's the Stanley Cup uh, of baseball. Is what it is. <laughs> yeah, there, that's <laughs> that works. That sure. works. And so I, I didn't turn it on, and I until later in the game and I actually turned it on right as the uh, pitcher for the Braves Charlie Morton struck out uh Jose uh what's his name Altuve what is his Altuve. name Altuve Jose Altuve, Altuve. I, I I saw that and, and he he leaves the game yeah and it turns out he he left the game because he'd already had his leg broken earlier during the game when it got hit and he stayed in there now, I I don't know what kind of courage that is. I, I, I can't identify. I, I don't understand it because, you know, uh, most of us, we have a hangnail. We're, we're on oh, the bench. We're, we're done. We're, I'm crying we're in the corner. Yeah, absolutely. That's it. That's it. That's it. And uh, uh, I just find that I think that's the remarkable sports story of the, I don't know, the month, maybe maybe the year it, it already passes uh, uh daniel jones making a great catch against the panthers and wrecking them on sunday for those of Holy us local. shit okay we thought that was the play of the year this is the play of the year now isn't it playing with a broken leg pitching pitching oh my god every time you pitch you put pressure on your leg oh ah it hurts no, just thinking about it. but there's no bloody sock to send to cooperstown brad so it doesn't really count yeah. if, if there's not Good a bloody point. sock for america to look yeah. at and to to, to kind of fret over maybe it's some great performance like uh, a few years ago when when you know tiger woods was in prime time in that tournament his knee was like that was gee yeah. holy shit that was amazing that was good but a, as you know it screwed up his driving and that's what it did later, that's what was tough a car accident. <laughs> Isn't but our good our good friends at hyundai we found out how safe their vehicles are they really yes. are they make some very <laughs> safe vehicles that was the, the that was a <laughs> That was a win for them. All right, okay. Let me uh, let me throw some at you here. You 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 take your choice here. Um, Tesla guys, anti Leona Helmsley screed. Oh God, Zuckerberg, you entitled bitch, treating the help like the help, yeah. or mm, tomahawk chop, tomahawk chop, non controversy. It's just annoying. Well, let's go with uh, that third story about the tomahawk chop since we're talking about the Atlanta Braves, which apparently is MAGA America's team of choice in the World Series. They feel like this is a way to really shove it up the ass of uh, Major League Baseball for taking away the All-Star game, the tomahawk chop, which has been a controversy for nigh on, I don't know, three decades now. But but wait, based on, on that, of course, ridiculously simplistic but we do this all the time. Um, uh, analysis of why the the uh, right wing America hating Trump was robbed of the presidency, mostly white male asshole base of the Republican Party thinking that the Braves should be the favorite. Shouldn't they also like the Astros because the Astros cheated? They cheated and they won. So that's Trump. Trump's cheating. Well. He didn't win, but he's going to cheat, and they're cheating right now. They're setting up the cheat, the big cheat. Forget the big lie. Now it turns into the big cheat. The big cheat. For 2022 and 2024. So I, well, I, I don't it know also, if I can go with you. 
It also ignores that if you believe the election was legitimate, which it was, it was completely legitimate, and Joe Biden was elected legitimately. Uh, the city of Atlanta w- went a long way toward carrying Georgia, and that helped put Joe Biden in the White House. But never mind that. Again, we'll ignore all of well, that. We'll just we'll, well just see. But that swings with- it back. To- that swings it back toward the Astros, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. That kind that of does. Make you- that kind of does. does. Uh, but I mean, at at this point, you know, after all these years of the uh, uh, tomahawk chop being used there at the the Braves games and. You know, it used to be used at the uh, Washington football team games. You, you know, it was called the Washington football team gesture. I think that we need to change the name of it or, or Florida State. But more annoying to me is the drone, the sound, the oh, background yeah. noise that you hear if yeah. you watch a game that's televised from Atlanta. That'll be games three, four, and five, if if necessary, if necessary. They're, they're do- right? They're they're doing. I think they're doing three two three, um, yeah. or th- yeah two three two. Sorry, um, mm-hmm. uh, but but when you listen, I mean, it, it's really irritating. It's that back. It reminds me of those soccer games with the uh, South African vuvuzelas, where you'd hear the, uh, the whole yeah, time the, that droning thing. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's what you hear in baseball games out of Atlanta. And to me, that's the, the irritating part. I don't give a shit if the people want to uh, you know, get their arthritis exercises taken care of or whatever they're doing with their with their right hand. And I guess they're used to using their right hand a lot, aren't they, Britt? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Pleasure I don't themselves. Know. They enjoy that a lot. I don't know what you're talking about. I have, I have no idea what any of this means. I'm sorry. No, no. There's nothing more to, more to say. So, well, the tomahawk um, chop story, which is, uh, there's Commissioner Manfred. Braves tomahawk chop gesture, a matter for Atlanta's Native American community, according to Rob yeah, Manfred. It's about that. Yeah, Who's the Major League Baseball commissioner, if you don't know that. Uh, I, I always... Th- and, and people, you know, the we've already. I think they've already changed officially the name of the Cleveland baseball team to the Guardians. There is a lot you of think? Indians gear. What do you mean you think? No, it is. It is. It no, is. no. Not- of, officially, they changed it, like on their Facebook page, and I believe on their. All, that's that's what. I, but there's still it's a lot good. of Indians gear. There's still a lot of Indians gear that is for sale in their team shop that they've got to get rid of. You know, sixty percent off or whatever. And uh, as Indians, I think it'd be going up in price, not down. I think it'd be not a, no, no, not on their store. If you go to their official store, they're they're running some pretty good specials on that. If you want to go ahead and grab that shit, yeah. If you'd like to, they're do faking that. it. And for a number of years, people were like, "Well, yeah, I was an Indians fan," and and for a number of years, I would, you know, I I loved the team and followed the team. They had a good run in the '90s and all this stuff. And a few years ago, almost won the World Series against the Chicago Cubs. I would always and I and I was okay with the the name Indians. Whatever, it's fine. I was okay with them changing it, but every time they would get into deep into the playoffs and in the World Series in 2016, and, and sometimes they would show it would happen invariably. They would show these assholes in the stands in Cleveland, and it would be guys that had painted their faces red, just like the mascot, and they would have had the white teeth part on their face. So it was always Caucasians, and they would have usually a headdress of some sort, and they would show them in the crowd cheering for the team, and I, they just looked awful. It looked like blackface from like 1933 or something. And I was like, oh, this, yeah, we should probably, it's, it's time to move on. That's, that's extremely uncomfortable. And that looks really bad. And if it takes changing the name of the team and throwing away a hundred years of tradition or whatever, I'm perfectly okay with that. If it means throwing a hundred years of racism away, doggone it, you're for It's tough. You've built a lot of racism. (laughs) There's a, there's a whole history of racism there. Hard to give it up. Yeah. And, and and as with most things, again, if we don't have it there to remind us of how horribly we've treated Native Americans, we're going to forget. That's why I don't know who Hitler is. There's no statue of him anywhere. I don't know who Timothy right. McVeigh is. There's no statue of Timothy McVeigh or Charles Manson. I don't know who those people are. Uh, speak, speaking of that, uh, for for uh, folks anywhere and, and and folks around where where we are. Uh, the two Observer twins, the Charlotte Observer and the Raleigh News and Observer, are both running several stores. It's a, it's a, several longer pieces all about the statues 
the Confederate state. What to make of it now? What do you do with them? Where are they? I mean, it's a full review of of what we've been through and a reminder. And and they they do a good job of of actually uh, nailing down the two eras where the Confederate statues went up big time. The first time was 50 years after the Civil War. And that's because at that point, the surviving people from that war, the Confederates who who made it through, they were old. And at that point, it was decided that uh, this is a great time to make sure we never forget the courage of what these people did, fighting for their families, fighting for their land, fighting for what they believed in. And remember, so it's 50 years after the, uh, you know, the Civil War ends, which in a sense would be comparable right now to almost now to Vietnam. Vietnam ends in 75 officially, and we're almost to 2025. That's 50 years later. So there are no young Vietnam veterans anymore. They are older. So that's how long it took for for them to really start uh, throwing these statues up big time, uh, in, in addition with trying to cement in Jim Crow ideas into the And then, of course, another 50 years goes by, and you're 100 years past the Civil War, and that coincides with the civil rights movement in full gear, civil rights legislation really taking uh, hold in in Congress under President Johnson, mm-hmm. and you know that follows the decade of of Brown versus Board of Education in the earlier fifties, and there was a Civil Rights Act in nineteen. That's that's when you start seeing the Eisenhower. that's when you start seeing the stars and bars in in, in popular culture right. among those people who right. want to keep segregation alive. Right, right, right. and more statues. <laughs> and and exactly. Statues. Exactly. That's yeah, when yeah. I think it was 1957 when uh, the stars and bars were added to the Georgia state flag and stuff like that. I believe that was when that happened. So, yeah, that's about right. That's so. So here we are another 50 years later. OK, a um, little bit more than another 50 years later. And and so what do we have now? We have these statues being dissembled and and, and taken down, put out to pasture. And some of them hiding in bunkers somewhere and it's too controversial they're too hot they're too hot to put out but, in public. but we can't and just destroy them we, we can't just melt right. them down we can't just get rid of them we, we have to can't do it out. can't do it we, we got to lock them like the johnny carson tapes put them in a salt mine somewhere in utah until we figure out exactly what we want to do with them well but the difference is you can see those they're, they're not they're not hidden those, no, those are I just can, the master I, tapes right those are just the master tapes i, I can but, see but, the but, confederate statues i mean i can pull up a picture of my computer right now and just i can well, love it true. i can print it out i can put it on my wall yeah. i can you know i can, I can yeah. do all sorts of shit to it it's great that's that you know that, that that's disgustingly true <laughs> but of course it's not the real thing that you can touch or that opponents can can deface uh and then there are those couple and I, I can't think of them offhand. I have the article open in, in front of me. But you've seen where some big money people will take those statues and put them on their own land. Yeah. Because, of course, yeah. the controversy would be if it's in the town square That's or if it's on public land and there's taxpayers paying for it. And it's a government. It That's, seems to be a government endorsement of fighting a war to keep people enslaved. That's what it seems to right, be. Right. Right. <laughs> right. So if you'd like that on your front lawn, sure. you know, if you'd like to uh, – to, uh, Demote your lawn jockey to the backyard. Okay. Right. If your homeowners association will allow a 10 foot tall statue of Robert E. Lee or Jim right. Stewart, then God bless you. It's a free country. You should be able to go ahead and do that and devalue every piece of property that's around you. That'd be, that'd be a great uh, thing. No problem. Yeah. Uh, as you know, and you, you've been to my house a million times, my landscaping skills are on a scale of one to 10. Yeah, minus three. They're they're not yeah, great. But yeah. if I had that Confederate statue oh. in my front yard, it would be very difficult to decide whether to keep the pink flamingos uh, surrounding the statue, the ones that I have out there right now. You can do, do, do such great seasonal things. Robert E. Lee could be holding a pumpkin this time of the year. It's so adorable. I mean, yeah. people love that shit. You know, Je- Jeb Stewart, you can put the Santa beard on him here in a month or two. I mean, it's really, there, there's just so much stuff you can do with it. I don't understand why people don't have more of them you know, at the house. You know, here, 
right. Here we are thinking out of the box. Just, yes. just ad limit, just spitballing, and and these are just these are great ideas. They're amazing for the future. Yeah, they're, they're fantastic. All right, <laughs> let's do Mark Zuckerberg and uh, his inability to treat people well. Okay. <laughs> Headline: Former Zuckerberg household employees sue. We have two former household employees of Mark and his wife Priscilla Chan. Now suing the securities operations assistant, whose name is Mia King. Mia is black and their former household operations manager, an unnamed John Doe, who is, well, gay and has a disability. Wow, we're, we're covering a lot of ground here. I'll tell you they what. They filed lawsuits alleging that the Zuckerbergs, former head of security, hurled racist and sexist harassment at them. Jeez. Uh, so so, so let's, let's be clear about this. This is not what Mark Zuckerberg said or his wife said this is saying that the uh, head of security hired by zuckerberg trashed the underlings here okay right uh the man's name is liam booth b-o-o-t-h accused of referring to uh miss king mia king the black woman as ghetto calling her hairstyle unprofessional making other racist comments saying she was only hired because of her race and of making homophobic comments towards Doe, the other person, and slapping his groin on two different occasions. Right, slapping? So, you know, did you say slapping his groin? Slapping the groin, yeah. Yeah, that's a George <laughs> Carlin. That's number 8,000 on the slapping the groin. <laughs> and, and, and by the way, Brad, no, the guy has not been contacted to be the next coach of the Las Vegas Raiders, so don't even think that that's what's going on right. here. Yeah. You know what? I, I apologize. You know, if you brought this story up, I, I'd accuse you of falling for something. This is a nothing. You don't think it's anything? No, this, it's a nothing. No, it, it's a nothing because it's not about Zuckerberg. Okay. It's it's just not, it's not, it's not in the scope of human events right now revolving around Mark Zuckerberg. This doesn't stand the test of, it isn't even too stupid to talk about. It was too stupid for me to bring up. And for that, I am deeply, deeply sorry. There will be an investigation. All right. Next. Next. <laughs> next. Yeah. Um, how about Tesla guys anti-Leona Helmsley screed? You know, as a, as a kid and as a teenager, I had no idea who Leona Helmsley is. And then David Letterman would work uh, her into his monologues back in the 80s. So then, of course, it would make you want to find out more about her. Please go ahead and give me. The Tesla guy story. Elon Musk. Elon Musk is the first really super rich guy to come out and attack the uh, Democratic plan that feels like it was just slapped together in the last few days because uh, Kirsten Cinema is out of her fucking mind. <laughs> I can't think of another reason. Uh, because Joe Joe Manchin all the way along has said he'd be okay with taxing, you know, the upper. So this is, I think, this is on her, and this is why they've they've had to fashion this. This would be the uh, tax that would affect people only with a billion or more in assets, or if you've made in income, actual taxable income, more than a hundred million for three straight years that knocks us out Britt. we only had a two-year contract with wbt damn and we only made the hundred right right uh so here we go elon musk going on to the twitter and uh saying that this is how it starts it starts with billionaires then eventually millionaires and then the modest investments will probably get hit within a decade in other words it will take these tax hikes closer to imposing unrealized capital gains on the average investor like you or me. I have a lot of unrealized uh, capital gains. They're in uh, tax-free accounts, but they'll probably figure out a way to get to those too. That's the point. This is the ultimate slippery slope argument because right now, Elon Musk would be on the hook for about $50 billion over the first five years of the plan. Jeff Bezos, about $44 billion. 
Mm-hmm. The way is the he crying? Is, is is Bezos bitching about stuff? Is he also crying right. about and, this? And by the way, as you know, Elon Musk in the last few weeks has moved into first place as the richest guy in the world. Three hundred billion or something. It, 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 it's a lot. It's it's yeah. a lot. So so again, you know, fifty billion sounds like a lot, but but it's not. My question is, and, and, you know, come on, cut the shit out. Just because they they raise the taxes. On, on you does not mean that it's going to go down to the because guess what billionaires don't vote in enough numbers to make a difference in an election okay. <laughs> no but they buy and off I'm, a lot of but they buy off enough politicians to make a big difference well but obviously not here but but uh, uh and, and and we certainly understand that the republican pushback against this if it does become law forever will be Oh my God, you little shit people out there! One day you could be worth two hundred billion dollars, and they're coming after you too. So don't be for this when Musk has it. It might be you one day, and and they fall for it. That is the brainwashing of the Republican Party. They they've they've figured out to to get people who are twenty who make twenty and twenty five thousand dollars a year and have for a while they get they find out a way to make sure that those people know that hey one day you're going to be rich and they're going to fuck you too so don't let them fuck us now right. and this has been baked into the republican cake forever for freaking ever you you you're not like these lazy ass democrats you work hard and one day you're going to be rich and you need to be you're going to be part of our club so you need to defend us now and, and you know what the the, the argument against the logic of that is, of course, it's history. Of course. Because I think there's been a federal income tax, I think, since about 1915 or so. I think that's right, yeah. And, and is there any evidence that any tax that involved the upper tier, and it's, you know, it, it's been high before, but is there any evidence that that ever becomes the law for low-income people at any no. – I, I, I can't think of anything. No. It just doesn't work that way. No. It never did. Uh, for instance, the capital gains tax. The capital gains tax has never affected people who don't have capital gains, which and is most pe- people. They don't again, have them. They again, don't have pe- them. people who make twenty-five and thirty thousand dollars a year living in trailer parks in Alabama feel like they have to fight the capital gains tax, and they have right. no idea what it is. They have no idea how it works. They have no clue whatsoever. They have to fight the, you know, they have to fight the estate taxes or you know the onerous death tax, if you will. Even though they realize that they'll never be anywhere close to having to pay any sort of estate taxes, but they feel, by God, we have to fight it. It's the worst confiscation in the history of humanity. Well, Britt, here's the problem: they may win a family farm at the county fair one year. <laughs> they may win a 500-acre farm, which would be theirs, and then. <laughs> When they died, their heirs would have to pay. This is my only question about this. I I don't know whether it's going to get through. I don't know what form it's going to take. But, uh, you know, we can see who they're going after right now. They're they're doing the Willie Sutton. Why are you going after the richest people in the world? Because they're the ones with the money. That's where the money is. Uh, but, But my question is, what happens in years where, and and this has happened before, and I hate to, Put everything back on Trump, but as you know, he fell out of the Forbes 400. Okay, mm-hmm. so let, let's just for for a second assume that you know even people as brilliant a businessman as Donald Trump is can go south with their net worth. So yeah. if 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 Elon Musk's uh, net worth goes from you know 200 billion dollars down to you know his last 10 billion, so he's minus 190. Yeah. How how is that? How is that factored in? Do you get to suddenly use your losses against the taxes that you paid in the past? Do you get to delay? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Because right now, the way it's that, right, the way it's set up as if if you have uh, uh, stock losses that that equal the amount that you've gained, Mm -hmm. um, you know, they offset each other and you really don't owe that much. But of course, you have to have sold for a loss and you have to have taken your gains. Right. This brings in a complexity issue. And I'm not fronting for Elon Musk here, but, but they, I'm this is the, but they, see how those they, guys I'm have sure thought of this. But, yeah, of course, guys like Elon Musk have teams of people working on this shit, you know, to get him. Out there. He's got teams oh, yeah, of yeah, lawyers yeah, and attorneys yeah, and no doubt about it. No, no doubt about it. But, <laughs> you know, at this point, however, at this point, 
they are going to be fashioning something that will be taking into account what you just said. In other words, a lot of the rules that get abused now are ones that have been in place for a long time. And back when they were first put into place, nobody thought that we would be where we are, that they could be avoided as they are. But if you can start right now at ground zero and fashion the law, you can compensate for the idea that, yes, they're going to have 100 accountants working 100 hours a week to to try to – but, you know – you know the the money will be owed, and if it's owed, it must be paid. But I just want to know what happens when when things go south and everybody suddenly figures out that Tesla stock really isn't worth eleven hundred dollars a share. It really is only worth one twenty, which is you know there are some people who still take or betting that stock short, and I know they get killed all the time. But the, who knows? If Elon Musk is down to his last ten billion, I hope he figures out a budget and he can make it on ten billion. I hope that he's able right. to cut corners. I hope he is. I hope he's I able hope to he make is. it some way, shape, or form. Right. So, so it was uh, Leona Helmsley, this the woman who you know she's really from the Trump era, the early Trump era. They yeah, kind of cross paths. They cross paths in New York as the most hated New York rich person in the in the eighties. I would think that that they would, on some level, they would have commiserated because, again, they're both evil assholes. So I figured they would find something. She was a lot older than him. Yeah. She was a lot, lot older than him, not of the same generation. So it seems like they would have been going to the same cocktail parties and all that shit. You know, it seems like that, that would have been something they would have, and then somehow they would, he would have found uh, a kindred spirit. Oh, there's an asshole like me. I I love this woman, except, you know, he's threatened by everything. So I don't know. (laughs) You know? Right. Well, all, all I know is that. Uh, when when uh, Mike Morin and I, when Mike and I were were uh, flown up to New York for right. a job in nineteen at the end of nineteen eighty three, uh, they put us up at uh, the Harley Hotel, which was right across the street from. And I I think it was already done. I think this was right after Trump had turned it into the Grand Hyatt. Okay. Oh God. They were right across the street from each other, and. My impression even then was that, like you might have thought right now, that the the big hotel people are the most important people in New York who build these great structures, the Helmsley Hotel, all these. So so that's why you're not wrong to have thought, yeah, maybe they had some cross-pollination there, but I doubt it. Mm. I doubt it because Trump had relations with no one. No one. Really? That's true. I mean, and I wonder wonder if Leona Helmsley would have actually been a worse president than Donald Trump. (laughs) If she was ever elected to that office. But then she, you know, and, and, and she said only the little people pay taxes. Yeah. Because, you know, there were stories that, about how they avoided taxes. She and her husband. And sure. she, he got in trouble. I He got tagged, I think, by the feds. I don't know whether he did any jail time. The husband, Harry Helmsley, who was older than, and he died a long time ago. But, but uh, yeah, but, you know, the stories really never change. It's just the, the names, right? Well, if you it's start tag, if you start taxing Elon Musk and taking ten billion dollars of his income every yeah. year, that you know how many jobs he could create with that ten billion dollars. You know how yeah. many people are not going to be employed by that ten billion dollars by taking well, it. See, that's, <laughs> but that that's exactly the point. It, first of all, it isn't ten billion in income; it's ten billion in wealth. It's ten billion in 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 wealth that he has that he he didn't theoretically work for in a job digging ditches and mm-hmm. getting get a wage which that changes that changes the tax system in a way that and and i hate to 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 be what we've become very often which is trying to see how this is going to be turned around and shoved up democrats asses particularly around election time sure and you know you, you can put the capital s socialism label on this big time i don't think it's true I, I think there is so much untaxed income. And remember, this is the same Republican Party, which, by the way, at one level should never be taken seriously about anything they ever do or say, because everything they do is a lie in bad faith and designed only to win elections and never do anything positive for this country or its people. But aside from that, putting that aside for for a moment, um, uh, you know, they're going to say that 
only communist countries tax wealth, that real countries only tax income or some crazy shit like that. They'll say, you know, the Russians, the Russians tax wealth. And, 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 and they'll come up with some cockamamie twist of, of what's going on. Wait, they, they will do that. Yeah. And they will make it look, they'll make it look reasonable. And um, it will be difficult, even though, of course, the Democrats will cite polls that say, you know, yeah. 80% of people say rich people should pay their fair share. Of well, uh, guess what? This is their fair share. Now yeah. we're doing it. Now like it. And of course, it, it won't be like it. it I would, uh, I would just hate for that $10 billion to go to, I don't know, a Marine or a sailor or a park ranger. I mean, that would just be sad if those people got that money. I would just be very, very sad. If that was well, it's not that. that. It, it, it's remember, this is, this is money that's being used. If yeah. it, you know, if, if the tax hike goes through to quote unquote, pay for the, uh, you know, a couple trillion dollars that are going to be, uh, signed on to here in the next few days, assumably, if the Democrats get their shit together. Because remember, when the Democrats propose spending programs to help all Americans, especially lower income and middle income people, with child care and education and building roads, that has to be shown on the other side of the ledger, dollar for dollar, no taxes, net can be raised. But when Republicans are in office, they can just cut fucking taxes yeah. down to nothing right. and it can cost trillions of dollars and they do not have to account for it because they just say and people still believe it they'll pay for themselves because the economy will grow oh, it grows so much and, and it works and it it, 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 it it doesn't happen but they sell it that way and it and we just make the same mistakes over and over and over again and in this case it should be the opposite tax cuts really should be compensated for by the richest people paying higher taxes to cut taxes for middle-income people. That doesn't happen. Uh, and programs that really do help people go to college yeah. and, and and help pay off their student loans right. and help with child care so that women can get back into the workforce so that the huge number of open jobs can be filled by people who really would want to work, but they can't work. Th th that is the... Uh, that is the definition of paying for itself. Mm. That's what grows the economy. But the yeah. Democrats are the shittiest salesmen of their own stuff in the world. Exhibit A, Obamacare. Mm. They still have to sell it. Which still is still, have to sell it, it, and it remains people, like, again, poll after poll shows it's popular. People love it. They want it expanded. It's, even, it all. it's doesn't like, matter. Time after time, it's not, it, it there was matter. there was a time. You got to remind me of this. It was either capital gains or the estate tax, where the Democrats. Um, they showed the Republicans as being, and it was this, this has been 15 years ago. They were saying that the, the Republicans were like, they were using Paris Hilton as like their poster child for what the Republicans were defending. And it pissed off a lot of Republicans. I remember, I remember when Neil Bortz, we were working on that station with Neil Bortz, who was, the, you know, right on his show was on right after us. Well, that made him so mad when the Democrats used Paris Hilton as the poster child for what the Republicans were defending. He didn't like that at all. Uh, I, I, I'm sure. I'm sure that would have been the onerous death tax. Yeah, <laughs> uh, because you know, you know, she's due to collect X number of tens right. of millions of dollars um, at, at, at some point, and so the idea that when Paris Hilton inherits a hundred million dollars, that instantly uh, fifty-five percent of that should go for estate taxes, you know, that's the worst thing Ever. in the world. That, that's could... the end of America. I'm sure that's what it used. It was, used. <laughs> was so great that they did that. Yeah. Uh, in fact, here we go. Got it. Here we go. Yeah. Took, took about two, two seconds. Two seconds. Yeah. Uh, the Paris Hilton Tax Relief Act. That's what they call uh. it. Now, th th this, is a, uh, uh, th this is a commentary in favor of uh, it not happening. Yeah. So uh, I won't read it because it doesn't go along with what we want. Uh, it's, fu it's funny, though. <laughs> I but, think but it's funny. You're, you're right. Right. But the fact that they would label it that, of course. It's obnoxious, uh, but that's the kind of thing that I think Democrats need to do more of. I think that's like that's it's so obnoxious, but it's kind of, it kind of does boil it down for America. Like, oh, yeah, fuck her. Get out of here. Right. Come on. Yeah, of course right. she should get nailed for this See, thing. Now, here's, what I, here's what I'm afraid of. And forget all the 
maneuvers, the illegal accounting backflips that might be done or the legal accounting backflips that might be done to avoid this tax. What if, and this is maybe not the worst thing in the world, but it certainly would avoid uh, the money going into the taxes. What if Elon Musk said, all right, you know what? I can live on $1 billion easily. And I uh-huh. now bequeath everything yeah. to charity. Okay. Tax, you know, I get it's all, you know, you don't have to pay taxes on it. It's all right. but, but because there are people and, and Musk, I can see him being one of these kind of people. He would rather give away every penny right now than see some of it go for taxes. Oh, good on and him. That could happen. Good on that him. could happen, and and then then what happened? Then the Republicans say, "Yeah, you're not paying for the for the program for after school for preschool." <laughs> I'm I'm just trying to come up with all the bad things that could happen to good people, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and and the Democrats' good intentions, you know, it feels like they're blowing up in their face right now, that just in in real time, as it happens here, and. Yeah, but the narrative is always going to be, and what the Republicans are able to sell is, oh, look at those assholes. They just can't get their shit together, and they're fighting amongst themselves. Well, it, it, and, and, you know, we've said this many times in the past, and there was some proof of it, but I don't think it really matched up with the reality all the time. But that higher gas prices are the worst thing that can happen to a president. Yeah. And this is not about whose fault it is. This right. is not about why they occur. Exactly. It has nothing to do with anything. But if you're president and on your watch, the price of gasoline goes high, wow. you're in trouble, and so is everyone in your party. You get blamed for it. And the People start screaming. Yeah, they start screaming. They are, that, that's it. And but the, you know, you know those gas prices again. Like when when we had the economic crisis in twenty oh twenty nine, man, those gas prices were so low. <laughs> and those, that, those yeah, were when, really right, low when gas no prices. one was when no one was going to work exactly when everyone was staying at home from work right and 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 driving you know highways in major cities were empty at eight in the morning right people were staying home the price of gasoline so dropped low. way down. And so what happens when the price of gasoline drops way down? The people who produce yeah. oil that gets turned into gasoline say, well, shit, we're not going to pump anymore. We're not going to make it. We're not going to drill any new wells. We're not going to yeah. do anything because it doesn't pay for itself. If, right. if oil it costs is more, to, it costs more to pull it out of the ground than we can sell it for right now. Yeah. Right. And remember, there was a point a couple of years ago where the price of oil went negative. Yeah. Remember that? It That's went right. negative. How's that possible? It went below zero. Take That's it right. from us. We don't want it. All right. We can't. Yeah. So, so uh, because uh, Donald Trump single-handedly solved the coronavirus problem, as you know, and got everyone <laughs> vaccinated, people went back to work, and gasoline demand shot through the roof, and there wasn't right. enough, and the price went back. It doesn't matter. You can't, you can't explain. And, and also because these people were working and could, could actually buy stuff, they had to put stuff on the shelves, which takes gas to put the stuff on the shelf. But again, none yeah, of this ever day. matters. Never matters. It's, it, it doesn't matter. And it, uh, yeah, as you pointed out in the middle of la- well, you know, right, last try year. This one. Yeah. Now try to think, think ahead here. Right now, we know that it depends what story you read. Uh, the nation is short anywhere from 30,000 to 150,000 truck drivers, right? Oh, yeah. We yeah. need truck drivers to deliver the goods in trucks across the country, the goods that will eventually emerge when the ships come in, when our ships come in and they start to finally unload uh, at the ports, uh, mostly on the West Coast. Mm. Well, at that point, if you add tens, hundreds of thousands of new trucks back onto the road, what is that going to do for oil demand? It's going to push it up even more. So, well, okay, so, um, you know, Barbie, the price of Barbie just went up, you know, another 50%. Sure. But at least Barbie's on the shelf now, okay? Yeah, there was yeah. no Barbie this Christmas. So th- this, is a, this is a tough, tough issue, um, except over time, oil production and gasoline prices tend to, to rationalize out. And with the price of oil as high as it is, you can assume they're all trying to find it, drill for it now, and get more out there to get their cut right while the going is good. 
and then things should should drop back down. But uh, it doesn't matter. We're talking about cheap election politics curling sure. the the uh, you know the, the the base comment about any issue. And right now, uh, all the wins are headwinds for for Democrats. Oh, sure, and because you're going to have whoever whoever the nominee is in 2024, whether it's Donald Trump or whether it's DeSantis or whether it's whoever, they're going to say, man, if you just elect me, we can get those prices down because we're going to drill everywhere. We'll drill in your backyard. We'll drill in your ass. We'll drill We'll drill in the Everglades. We'll drill all over the place. We, we, and that's how we're going to bring the price of, of oil down. And that's, that's what they'll say. It's not in any well, way true, but God, that really well, sounds awesome. I know, but but and, and this is where yeah, uh, the the Joe Manchin factor kind of comes in here because yeah. Manchin, think of him what you want, but he does form opinions on things, and he does justify his opinions with facts that you may not think are facts, but have a basis in truth, but may not apply everywhere all the time. And Manchin is not. He is not against green energy. He is not against the you know the future of electric. He's he's not against that stuff. And and a part of what he's certainly willing to agree with is investment in those technologies. But at the same time, he plays to the hometown cheap seats in West Virginia, a a you know a, a poor state. Where just enough people and just enough millionaires and billionaires are there from uh, fossil fuels of the past, including coal, including that that bulbarous governor. You know, that guy is a coal billionaire. That Jim Justice guy? Yeah, he he is. is. All right. Uh, So he's trying to to keep one foot in each camp. um, And it's horrible, but it's understandable. Kirsten Cinema, forget her. I don't understand that. Well, I mean, there's 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 some that. drilling for oil in Arizona. I mean, there's some of that. It's nothing like well, Texas that's true. or that's California. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right. There's you know what? If you take there. a if you take a cactus and you smash the ground, <laughs> it puts like a, about a thousand holes in the ground. It's not you, you know. You do a thousand holes, a couple of them have oil coming out. You're right. <laughs> that's the name of my you new are book. So right. That's the name of my new book. It's called A Thousand Holes. You can just go interpret that any way you want to. Uh, this yeah. this poll from uh, Politico and Morning Consult, a whopping 60% of Republicans think the uh, 2020 election should be overturned. This is a, uh, These are some of the numbers here. A sizable 35% of respondents said the election should definitely or probably be overturned, a result driven entirely by Republicans. Small minorities of Democrats. I want you to listen to this. 17 or 16% of Democrats... It says in this particular poll, 16% say the election should or definitely or probably should be overturned. Independents, 27%. An overwhelming 60% of Republicans said the election should be overturned. Within those voters, there is an immense gender gap between Republican men and Republican women who say that yes, definitely, or yes, probably the election should be overturned. Uh, it's stunning how these people continue to say this and how this is, this is what's been fueled. This is all fruit of the big lie and the insurrection of January the 6th. And these lies continue to be told. You may have seen that clip from that Charlie Kirk talk. I guess it was talking points or something that, that thing where the guy goes, when can we start killing people for stealing elections? And I, I don't know if Charlie Kirk is supposed to say December 12th. No, no, no. I heard January. what he said. I don't. I don't I know what he said. What? What? Oh, what, what was? What was the answer? The first part. You didn't well, see the whole thing. I, I didn't well, see he, the actual. He played the. Oh, uh, we we should not be talking that way. We definitely <laughs> should not be talking that way. <laughs> wink, wink, wink. Oh, he played. Oh, he absolutely fake attempted to distance himself right from the explicit call for. Uh, let's grab our guns and and get this shit taken care of. Even though he inspires people to say shit like this, he tries to back away from it. And Britt, I saw the the, uh, media piece where he's uh, supposedly quoting the, what is it, 68% of Republicans? Okay. And I've been scouring, I I swear I've read it five times, the original Politico piece that he's jumping off of. And I swear to you, that question is not asked. That question does not have a 60, you know, he, he 
extrapolated that from other poll results, other wow. questions. He came up with that. Wow. And, and you know, Tommy Christopher has a history of, of exaggerating just a teeny tiny bit sometimes. He does a bit. Yeah. Lefty point. And I, lo- I love him. He's great. Uh, however, um, I gotta, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit concerned about that headline. It's a, it's a little bit unnecessary. Mm-hmm. The, the results of the poll are bad enough for real. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to fake uh, it. Right, right. Um, the most important thing that uh, I got out of this, looking at it over and over and over again, is the uh, number of or the percentage of Democrats who are dispirited and probably won't show in 2022 versus Republicans. It's a lot higher for Democrats mm-hmm. who say, I've had it already. And that wipes out everything. It doesn't matter what the attitudes are about this or that if Democrats don't show up. And uh, I've gotten a ton of text messages the last few days begging me to go up to Virginia and knock on doors for Terry McAuliffe. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, in a, in a plus eight or plus 10 Biden state, you know, he's tied with this horrible demagogue who has latched on to this, this uh, education bullshit, this uh, banning books bullshit. I mean, every story, Every one of these stories is a culture war wedge sure. issue. Sure. Central casting, Republican, divide your state, get parents whipped up. Merrick Garland on the hot seat in the Senate on Wednesday, getting lectured at and talked down to by that fucking asshole from Arkansas, Tom Cotton. Tom Cotton demanding he resign. You resign. You're coming after us for speaking up at school board meeting. How dare you? You should resign. That's what it is. And, and it's absurd. It's yeah. horrible. Yeah. But this is what Republicans are doing. And it's from the top down. It's from the top down. The top now being the Senate plus the retired uh, two-time impeached person in Palm Beach and uh, Bedminster, uh, uh, New Jersey. But they're doing it demanding that Merrick Garland resign because school board members and county commissioners are being threatened with violence. And he dared say, you know, we need to be on the lookout for this. It's not legal to uh, threaten. It's not legal to leave text messages or, or uh, phone messages for people to say, we know where you're live. We know where you live. We know the names of your children. We know where they go to school. You better do the right thing. Click. All right. And that's turned into now freedom of speech yeah. for Republicans. And how dare Merrick Garland, known uh, Nazi war criminal, come after our freedom of speech. That's right. We are just concerned yeah. citizens. That's all these people are. They're just concerned just citizens. Concerns, ab- absolutely. And this we had a we had a bunch of concerned citizens who uh, stormed the Capitol on January the 6th, didn't we? We had a bunch of concerned citizens up there. Well, funny how we don't want to talk about that, do we? Uh, no, we're not talking about that one. Strange. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, this this story about this guy uh, complaining to his parents about having to read uh, one of the old Toni Morrison books from the they 80s. I love it, yeah. And it's so filthy. It's so dirty. Oh, my yeah. God. You can't read blah, blah. Well, you do know the story and this guy's like 35 years old now. Okay. Right. So this happened, whatever you're talking about happened, you know, 20 years ago. So right. now he's complaining is he must be damaged goods, right? All these years <laughs> later, right. That, that, that he thinks uh, uh, something that he was reading in public school was just so over the top, filthy, dirty, disgusting, blah, 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 blah. And it's working. Yeah. It is working. It's a campaign. It's a big campaign issue in this governor's race. It really is. I, I, I would just I would just ask this guy this. Do you have children? If he says yes, do, do they have phones? Have they ever seen the Internet? Do you think that there's anything that they can find in less than one-tenth of a second right. on their phone that far eclipses whatever you think 
which was uh, two lines in a Pulitzer Prize award-winning book by a legendary author was going to hurt these children and that you need to get involved in telling your school and schools everywhere in Virginia what they should and shouldn't. I cannot remember one time. I'm sure you don't either. I'm sure your mother or your father or your stepfather never thought for one second about marching down to your school and telling them what to teach. The, the whole concept. They were delighted. The they would. They, they were delighted that I would go into the library and actually read a book. I mean, that's like that's yeah. like a thing that people were happy about back in the day. But it, that's the that's the campaign. Ad. Terry McAuliffe wants your kid to see German porn. You know, that's good. That that's the that's the that's the deal. That's what they wanted right. to believe. Yeah, yeah. I I think you kind of boiled it down uh, simply there. Uh, <laughs> wow. First it was uh, Tipper Gore and, and music in the eighties. Yeah, uh, MTV. You know, everything was going to ruin our kids. Yeah, TV was going to ruin our kids in the fifties, right? Uh, and it, it 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 always works. Every it time, always works. There's always a new generation that is uh, willing to think that something your kid, who already knows about everything, yeah, is going to be damaged by something that that uh, uh, he. Fu- this is my question, and this is not equating this guy, this Republican operative adult now who's been able to turn this into a thing. Um, this is my question, not to compare it to uh, people who've uh, been assaulted or violated in their life sexually decades ago. They suddenly come forward, and it's a, did you say anything 15 or 20 years ago when this book was part of the curriculum, or did you decide to say nothing until now. And we know the answer to that. The answer is now. The kid didn't say anything back then. It would have been a story then, right? It would have been a thing. And which is more nothing. Which and is more dangerous, a 14-year-old with a Which is more dangerous, a 14-year-old with a Tony Morrison book in his hand or an 18-year-old with an AR15 in his hand? I'm curious. Which which I'm not sure which one of those things is uh, very interesting. Hey, 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 drop that mic, baby. We're done. <laughs> drop the mic. 